Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. What are we talking about today? I don't know, but the show started, Bren. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, uh, we got a lot of stuff lined up, and we are joined here by none other than Bryn Flakes, form- hey. former guest of the show. You can check him out on other episodes like... Uh, I don't know. You did one of the early ones. I can remember that. Early, and then the, the most recent one was the the group. Oh, that's that right. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, that one was good because it came out like you know two months after we recorded it, and then some of the information was not as relevant, like us talking about the Warriors being in the uh, <laughs> in the finals, and it had been over for quite some time. Yeah, but it's a flashback. Flashback, so it exactly. It was a flashback episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it worked well. Um, so as I was kind of mentioning to you before we started recording, uh, Pat is getting calf implants, and there was some huge complication with that whole thing. So uh, he was not yeah. able to record. It was very last minute. Um, that's what I gathered from the little information he, ga- he gave me. Is that yeah. how do they how do they put baby cows in inside of it? Yeah. Where, where so, do they put them? So the way that works um, is they'll use a, like a cow fetus. It's like it's like uh, a legal way of doing stem cell, basically. Like, you, uh, like a lot of times they're not big fans of the stem cell. You know, you hear about like guys like uh, uh, Bart Starr and something going to Mexico to get stem mm-hmm. cell stuff like that. You know, right, right. And so, way a legal way to do this in the U.S. is you get mm-hmm. basically calves or or cow. They're almost before they're calves. I mean, where does the right. calf? This is a, like a big thing they're talking about in Congress right now. Like, where does the life start with a cow? Right. You know, right. it's like a cow fetus. It's a calf exactly. Fetus. It's still technically a calf. Like, where is a calf start at? You know, you know. Explain as you when it was would born, or you know, there's there's a lot right. of gray right. area there. So right. Pat's able to get this this cow this calf um, implanted into his uh, into his. You know, ironically, it's actually into his calf. Oh wow! Um, okay. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that works out for him. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, hopefully, I, mean, the, I hope the best for him. You know, hopefully that really works good. out for him. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get any like mad cow disease or anything from that. I'm not yes. sure if that's a possibility, but well, so I, I was just talking to the guy that yeah, I get my haircut with, Phil. Shout out to Phil. We were talking about how each year there's kind of a new, uh, a new disease that's out, and I remember right. when mad cow was the big disease at one point. It was huge. Yeah. You had it mad cow. So there's been Ebola, you know, Zika, bird, bird flu, uh, SARS, SARS, yeah, yep. uh, Zika. Most recently, all the good stuff. So, uh, you know, the, the, I miss the mad cow. I miss mad cow just because it's kind of a funny concept. Yeah, 
It is. I mean, the whole the whole name behind it is yes. kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't understand. And then I always got that kind of confused with Man Cow, the uh, the morning radio host here in Chicago. So then there's always that kind of like gray area there too. So there's a lot right. of stuff that's confusing. Right. With that. No, that's understandable. Thing. At least Zika, you know, Zika is like a very foreign word that you never would have even yes. thought of. Yes. You know? That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a, yeah, new words. I like that. You always find out new words with that. I did not. And you can always use that for other stuff. Sexual relations so, with that Brian, you, um, before you were working uh, at NASA, you applied, mm-hmm. you, you auditioned for The Voice. Well, you sent uh-huh. in you sent in a video, correct? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. And oh, early early in your singing career. This yeah, probably about four or five years ago. Yeah, I want to say. So, yeah. what I've noticed from watching, and I don't watch The Voice that much anymore. I used to watch it a lot the first three seasons. You and me watched the first season a lot. Uh, yeah, no, the Javier first Colon. season was great. Yeah, first season yeah. was fantastic. But. What I noticed is that I don't think you have a sad enough story. I, I feel like every person that's on The Voice has some sort of, like, sad music in the background, and then they had something traumatic happening to them as a kid. Right. And I feel like maybe our problem is that we didn't have bad enough childhoods to warrant, <laughs> to warrant you getting, you know, they need the story other than just the singing right. ability. So, so you're saying if I wanted to, I yeah. should make up a, a story. And then try it, and then see what or, happens. Or you something, like or or you something that happened to you as a kid, and then make it seem worse than it was. Like I'm trying to think here, <laughs> when uh, back in the day, you and me, uh, you had a new hamster, right? Or gerbil? What was it? it was a Ooh. hamster, right? Yes, it okay. was a hamster. Yeah. So go ahead and tell that story with your. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was my birthday gift. I probably around eleven. Yeah. Or so, I would say. Yeah. And it was a little white hamster called Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, you know. Yes. And so I was having a birthday party, had some friends over. We were playing around. We had the hamster in a ball running around. And uh, we went, I think we went to get some food or something. So mm-hmm. we went downstairs, got some food, probably had some birthday cake, something like that. And we just come back upstairs and the ball is just like wrecked. It's like into like two pieces or whatever. The hamster, the hamster was in those it, plastic balls that they roll around in. Yeah. Right. He was yeah. in the in a plastic ball that was that rolls around. And uh, so it, it was broken open. And then I just see the hamster just, just lying there, just not <laughs> moving whatsoever. And I see, you know, I notice a little bit of a, a, a red mark on him. And I, I kind of yeah. realize this is not good whatsoever. Yeah. So it turned out, you know, there's a uh, there was a a hamster monster, um, aka my dog, yeah. that came in and uh, unfortunately had a little bit of a snack, uh, and yeah, no no longer did I have Blizzard. Yeah. I eventually got a different hamster, but it was, it just was not the same whatsoever. No. And not the same. So how do you tie that into music? It's got to be some you know, sort of thing that inspired you or something. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a heartbreaking moment, you know, yeah. especially to be on your birthday when you're supposed to experience so much joy. And uh, I, I believe it was even a birthday present. So, you know, yeah. to have something like that stripped away from you at such a young age, it was really difficult, you know, to, mm-hmm. to pull through. Yeah. Uh, 
pull through on it. I mean, you know, I, there was a lot of nights there where I, I just couldn't sleep. Um, you know, I didn't want to get a new hamster because it just wasn't the same. It, yeah. You know, you, so you kept hearing the happy birthday song in your head as you were falling asleep. That's right. Yeah. And I had vivid, vivid memories of, uh, or vivid dreams of, yeah. of what took place that horrid night. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think I, I should go off of. I agree with that. that. I think I, I like that. <laughs> I think that's definitely a good option. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing I think that, and I don't know how you incorporate that into, you know, a, pre, a video that you sent four years ago, but if, if we could go back in time, I think that's the one thing I'd try to change. Yeah, I would agree. If there's anything in my life to change, yeah. it might be that. Yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. And I think yeah. that's a good, I think it's a good spot to start. Um, so one of our, uh, I'll leave his name out of this for purposes of, uh, you know, possibly his mom getting upset but uh (laughs) one of our mutual friends uh Mm -hmm. recently had a family member that passed away and uh at that funeral he was talking about how he would enjoy a snapchat with a you know the person in the casket and that (laughs) and the snapchat saying minor setback for the ultimate comeback (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was cracking up. He was cracking up yeah. about this. Yeah. And and I said, you know, does his family member, did they have a good sense of humor? And he said, yes. And I said, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think they would appreciate that. And, Probably. And I was thinking, like, would I want people at my funeral, uh, hypothetical, because, you know, I think I'm going to keep cruising for quite some time. Maybe forever. Right. You know. Hopefully. Yeah. You know. So uh, if – would I want people doing stuff like that at my funeral? And I think the answer is yes. Oh, yeah. I think so for sure. But is this a generational thing? Or is this a, like, when we're older, we won't think that stuff is funny? Or would she well, have thought? Would the, would the person that died thought it was funny? Or, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it comes down to, like, the, the person... Because it's not necessarily always about the person that's like that passed away. Yeah. Most of the time, I think the funeral is almost for the people that didn't, you know, you know that 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 were you know surrounded by the person, the closest to the person. Yeah. So I feel like those people would be the people that would like prevent that from happening. But if you yeah. were the one to make it like known that this is how you want it, I think you could do it. Yeah. And I think I, I, it might be a generational thing or it might just be a personality thing where, you know, I think some people just, just have that kind of, they don't care yeah, yeah. Uh, mentality. So do you think like in the future, like hashtags for what, for funerals is going to be a thing? <laughs> um, I hope so. I, you know, that, yeah, that would be very interesting. Um, I don't, I, I would be intrigued to, to figure out what those hashtags would actually be. Um, I think the Snapchats would be, yeah. be pretty good. The Snapchat, like those, the filters, like the one yeah, that's, that's nice over. Yeah, you put a filter on them. Yeah, and then you and could that, have that. You, know. you could have that quote, the minor setback for the ultimate comeback, like at the bottom, right. and then you could just take whatever picture. <laughs> See, I feel like there's a certain point, like if if somebody dies young, then I feel like it's it's that's never. They're probably not gonna. That's not going to be the same type of thing because even the family members no. are going to be too sad about that kind of thing. But right. but everybody's sad, obviously, always with it. But, I mean, there's certain times where the person is a certain age and it's kind of like not, you know, it's not it maybe their time or that kind of thing. And it would be, you know, I think there's some room for some improvements in the funeral game. 
Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think it's a little too sad at the moment. I, I just feel like we've been doing the same funerals since I can remember, at least the last 20 years, you know? Yeah. But technology's yeah. changing. Right. Right? Right. You got to update this. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a good business model to get into, I think. I, I totally uh, agree with that. The, yeah. The funeral business. Exactly. And you know, there's there's actually a lot of money to be made in the funeral business. Um, you know, true? people spend ten, sometimes thousands, tens of thousands of dollars um, on caskets and, and they, the, the it, whole funeral it service. Is kind of, it is kind of insane how much money is spent on funerals and that kind of stuff. I mean, it yeah. is, it's just crazy when you think about how much, like, for something that you'll see for, you know, the casket that you'll see for, you know, like two days. Right. And, you know. But it is, I mean, you get, you understand why the family, you know, once. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course. uh, of course. yeah, it's tradition too. I think it's a traditional yes. thing. Yes. I think that's one of the biggest things. It's hard to change a traditional habit, but especially for people that I don't think grew up in our generation. No, but Brian, have you ever watched a Western movie? If, if you're going yes. off tradition, all those caskets that I see are like crappy, you know, yeah. cedar plank. Uh, you know, and they're always kind of like the weird angle boxes. They're not like even a rectangle. It's kind of like a, right. you know, Pentagon that's kind of in a weird shape. Uh, right. And they're not high quality. So if you're talking about no. tradition. Well, I feel like a lot more people died back then, though. Maybe that had something to do with it. Hmm. The fact that there's a lot more chance of you dying from a lot more things. So people probably consider death as almost uh, maybe different from how we consider death. I'm going to go ahead and say that everybody died back then that's it's true about the same. it's about the same as now oh, but you're saying no. that people died at younger ages and it seemed right. like a more reoccurring thing yes right. um no val that's a valid point so you couldn't spend all that money on the big big funeral I, yeah i wonder yeah. when the the whole funeral game kind of came up and when they actually started people started dishing out you know thousands of dollars for yeah. for these caskets and stuff it's interesting hmm Man, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, probably when uh, you know inflation became a thing, and right. then a thousand dollars wasn't as much as it was back then. Brian, I'm just trying to think of a logical response for yours. Quantitative uh, easing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's actually interesting. You were talking about that. It's uh, with money and stuff like that. It, mm -hmm. It's crazy how much of a different grasp on money I feel like we have now than say our grandparents or something like that had like think about how just from a job perspective and this is something that adam kroll was mentioning the other day that i that i liked but it was uh on too far back of an episode that i could record the clip but mm -hmm. uh you talked about how people used to work jobs where you were like say you're mining coal and you come back mm -hmm. from work and you have like coal dust on you or oh yeah you know right. you were like chopping wood and you come back all sweaty you got cuts on you this kind of stuff like you came back and you looked like you just worked a full day right, right. now I, I did hear this I yes know what you're talking yes about. and now we work you know in air conditioning rooms for yep. eight hours a day and we come back and uh you know every you just look the same as if you just like hung out at your house all day on a weekend you know you look the right. same and then right. we go ahead and then we pay bills and everything that we pay is online yep. you know it's just like You've, you've got some automatic payment thing set up, uh, you know, at a gym or something like that. And they just take your $15 or $20, whatever it is, or, 
you know, you got to pay this, you know, car insurance and they take that $100 out. But if you had to go down there and physically give them 100, you know, 10 10s or you had to give them right. this kind of thing in each person, or you had to mail that check with that, or you had right. this or how much how much more of a concept of money you'd have. Right. And just how much that would affect everything else around you, like how much you're spending, I feel like would go down. Right. I feel like you'd spend a lot less. Because you would you're spend like, a Why lot. am I? Yes. I'm spending way too much money on this. Yes. Stuff. And you'd really, and and especially even the people around you is what they were talking about a lot too. Like you go back and, uh, you know, maybe you're dating someone or something like that. And they're like, oh, what is this, you know, what is this $50 on this dinner? You know, what is that? That's nothing. You know, like it's not, right. you're giving them a plastic card and you're doing that opposed to like, if you came home and you were like sweating and all this stuff and you come home and yeah. $50 seems like a lot, like you really earned right. that $50 opposed to now. Right. Right, yeah. right. Where you, you you work for it, and you 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 value your money a little more. At least. Yes, yes. I think the valuation of money has definitely gone down in terms exactly. of how we value it. Yes. Uh, and I think it's really easy too for that you know to have. I have you know how many like Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, yeah, yes. Xbox Live, all these things that just take out money yes. from my account all the time, and exactly. it's like even if I wanted to to cancel it, it's it would be it's almost more difficult to do that. Yes. Because, you know, you have to go through that whole process and it's just like, it's easier just not to think about it. Oh, totally. It's way easier. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous how, how just that whole thing has kind of just evolved and that, you know, just money is such a concept now instead of like an actual, such an actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think most people in general have an understanding of economics or no, money. No. Um, I, I think the majority of people just kind of, try to make their money and then, you know, do whatever they want yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, even though it's probably important to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, investing and all that yes. stuff. Very, so. very much so. Yeah. It's definitely not uh, utilized. Enough. It's not a well enough understanding of it throughout just generic, like just yeah. people in general don't have enough. I don't think, yeah. If, yeah. You talk about, you know, Fed interest rates, yeah. quantitative easing to any, yeah. probably 85% of the people yeah. have no idea. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and as far as jobs go, I found this interesting, this is kind of unrelated, but, um, why here, here's something that's just kind of like a tell for me. And I don't know if this is accurate at all. Cause they don't know anybody that works at GE and I've never, honestly never heard anything bad about GE, but what, it seems weird that there are so many GE commercials promoting employees at GE, like promoting people to mm -hmm. apply to GE. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen all these commercials yeah. that are like, Oh, yeah, what it says, you... like, oh, you can be a dreamer, be an innovator. But it's just like, yeah, and then the whole commercial will be like, oh, you work at GE? I thought that was only that company. He's like, oh, no, I do this too. There's, like, right. so many of these, like, G... but, like, that just, doesn't that seem like a weird the... thing? Like, what? it seems like they're trying to compensate for something. You know, I, I don't really understand the purpose of it. I feel like I, I get, so it's a marketing ploy, but it's almost a marketing ploy to make them look like they're doing something great for the country i yeah. would say like yeah or, that's or, like or what it's people. for yes yes you know and, yeah. and i don't know if it's that's just i don't know what but what their goal is in the end run i, I don't know if they're just trying to get more people to apply there or more yeah. people to get jobs or that's like just it's just such a good... weird like i've never seen anything else that just is like yeah apply every single one of their commercials is like <laughs> apply for <laughs> like apply for a job here right just like a weird right. i don't know just seems interesting. I've seen that. Have you seen Coke? 
the Koch brothers, they have that too as well. They have where they have just a random commercial and it's just talking about what the company does. And it seems like they're just trying to make the image of their company good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally, I totally hear that. But if I, if I was them, I I would not waste any money. I don't understand yeah. <laughs> how they have how they have an ROI on that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is something that I feel like can't go without saying. Did you see the Corey Feldman video, Brian? Him performing on the Today Show. I don't think I did. No. Okay. Well, when we're done with this, you got to watch Corey Feldman uh, singing his song "Go F- uh, Go for It," I believe. I think that's the name of it. Go for it. Um, but it's a song. So Corey Feldman, actor in the 80s, that kind of stuff, he been doing music recently, and it's mm-hmm. not it's not so much that I'm – but I, I'm not going to get into the performance because you can see a lot of, uh, you know, people bashing on this performance. And apparently it upset him enough to the point where he was very upset about people's reaction to this video. But anyway, the, the whole thing, it was set up really bad from the beginning because – uh, the set is just horrible. Like, it just looks like really unprofessional set that he's doing at this thing. But then he's, like, yeah. dressed in this weird – he looks like the guy from uh, the Worm Tongue. I'm trying to think of his name. But he's the guy that is uh, the – in Lord of the Rings, the guy that, like, corrupts the leader of Rohan. Um, I don't know if he, he's, like, wearing a kind of a black – like, he has, like, a black, like, cape thing on. He looks like he's supposed to be in Lord of the Rings as, you know, a bad guy. And <laughs> right. uh, that's how he's dressed. And then he's got these girls that are dressed as angels around him. And so he's supposed oh, to do, okay. like, you know, d- devil angel type thing. Okay, and it's just yeah. – the dancing is just really uh, not age-appropriate, and it's not um, – it just doesn't really go to the beat that well. It's not that it's, like, overly bad. Like, his moves are d- not bad. It's just kind of, like – it just doesn't fit. It just is really kind of right. awkward in this kind of thing. But one of the right. things, and then <laughs> it just, it's a whole setup. You got to watch the thing. I mean, people are, you know, you can watch a second and have your own opinion on it very fast. So, yeah. but yeah. one thing that stood out to me uh, is at the end, he does one of these things where he puts his hands together like he's praying and then he does a bow. Like when the, when the guy's like, oh, that was great and all this stuff. I never, tr- I, I always think that's like the weirdest thing when people do that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you're like, Oh, thank you, thank you. Like, right? That's such a weird. Like, I don't know I where get people that, pick that up. I I see that in like you know Oriental cultures. That that's but that's yeah. but I, that's a different. That's a whole totally different like scenario. Right, like, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, where do they? I, how do they get to that point where they're like, "This is what I'm gonna do now." Yeah. <laughs> Like if somebody said thank you and I was just bowing my head with the with the <laughs> like it's just such an awkward <laughs> such like a weird I would just never trust somebody that like I was like great job and then they put the hands together did a little bow and I was like yeah. okay weirdo now I can uh, I think I'll just move on from that so <laughs> anyway that was uh, that was just kind of my little thought on that how, but uh, how old is that guy how old is Corey Feldman forty five. And, he, and now he's trying to start a career in music? He, he had apparently been doing this for some time. He's released a lot of albums, apparently. Really? Okay. They're just not overly great. And But this one is kind of like yeah. dubstepy, like super poppy. You know, it's just like... See, you know, yeah. I, I, that, there's an age for that. There is an and, age you know, for you that. Can't, you can't exactly. be 45 and do that. No. Like, it's like yeah. there's a certain window of people that can, yeah. can get away with yeah. that kind of music. And, you know, if you're 45, you know, stick to a band or something. I don't I, know. Totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, so th- here's my question. This is this is big. People have been asking about this, uh, people that know you well. 
Uh, mm-hmm. They were asking how accurate is the newest Independence Day? Uh, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen it. Okay, what about the first Independence Day? The first Independence Day. I'd say it's pretty accurate. Yeah, Area 51, you've been there, right? I've been there a few times. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I just, I just drive out there. I don't know. I just wanted to fact check all this stuff, so this is good. Yeah. <laughs> good that we're yeah. getting on the air. Okay, so um, aliens coming down. Jeff Goldblum, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. You got to see the new one because I feel like it really ties it ties in together. Um, you know where technology is and how we're going to deal mm-hmm. with that with the aliens. So, I just was seeing if NASA was using the when when the aliens attacked the first time in 1995 if they are using that technology uh, to better you know, fight off the aliens when they attack again. You know, I'm hoping so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, I don't understand why we have NASA if, if we aren't looking to uh, at least protect our, ourselves. Otherwise, what's yeah. the point of the whole thing? That's a good, <laughs> it's, it can't be for space exploration. It can't be anything just like that because no. you're, you're going to run into something out there, right? Oh, yeah. You're going to run into something. you got to know how to kill it, too. Yeah, so. exactly. That's the real reason. Yeah. So... Uh, Last thing before we get into some great reviews here, Bren, is uh, I saw a cop do the thing which I've always heard about and always uh, been bothered by, which was uh, somebody was driving, and they were driving above the speed limit. They were driving in front of me. This is on the way to work the other day. And the cop does a U-turn just in the middle of the street and, like, basically almost cuts me off, like, while I'm just driving, like, 50 miles an hour just to pull over this guy in front of me for probably for speeding, I assume. Wow. Which is just such like a... <laughs> that's a dangerous, that's a very dangerous maneuver. <laughs> yeah, it was right on Route 20 uh, at Lake Street for those that are in the Chicago area. And uh, yeah, it was really just, it just seems so counterproductive, like so counterintuitive, I should say. Yeah. To uh, to do that. To, to put people actually in danger for catching a speeder yes. that is supposedly endangering other yeah. drivers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so weird. it doesn't make sense. Does no, not make does not sense. Make but cops sense. in general, I don't think uh, make the most sense a lot of the no, times. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they're always thinking uh, logically. No, no. I think I feel like a lot of times you're going off instinct when you're in adrenaline type situations, which is not always yeah. the best decision making time when you're. No, and that's rushing. why you you know yeah. you have all the people that are getting shot by cops yeah. and you know getting yeah. killed because they're just going off their instincts and yes and you can't always trust those so bren you also went to an la sparks game recently Ooh, you're a big yeah. sparks fan big w- sparks wnba fan. bren's first sparks game give us a little yeah. give us a little taste of that well you know i was representing Toterball. yes um, you're wearing a Toterball that, t-shirt that, i saw that yeah that needed to be had yes you know the most surprising thing that i think I really thought about was, you know, people were actually interested in the game and they were like <laughs> cheering for the team and they, they actually seemed like they enjoyed it. Yes. Um, it was not, I, I mean, it was, it was fun to watch them for sure. Um, but better than you thought it was going to be I, I just didn't, better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I think the sparks are definitely one of the better teams out there yeah. right now too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I just didn't know that, there was such a large fan base for it. Um, yeah. I think one of the, the, the bigger things that, that was interesting to me too is that I think that they really tried to gear their whole um, their whole setup and uh, production to kids. 
That's and making it like a fun and entertaining like game. They would always one thing that was interesting, like most of the time when like uh, in men's basketball, they don't really play music while the players are actually playing basketball. Yeah, they'll do it like when they first start playing, but not like right. like yeah, like maybe when they pass in the ball, but then they'll kind of stop. Yeah, right. They stop when and they let them set up and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. But in this, they just keep playing music throughout the whole. Just thing. nonstop. Just nonstop, like they're just playing, you know, music. If somebody scores or something, you know, they'll announce and turn the music yeah. down or whatever. Yeah. But then they'll just kind of keep on going to the next song, and then people they're just playing out there and they're playing music, and that to me was really interesting because I yeah. feel like it'd be hard to play. Yeah. When you can't hear anything. No. <laughs> and there's just, you know, I'd be just for me, I'm I'm a music person, so I yeah. get distracted really easy with music too. So like yeah. I feel like I'm really distracted by the music playing. Yeah. But. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, and especially if there was like a song you hated or something that copped, that could be really distracting. Like I hate right. this song. Like I'm, you know, that, right. that could definitely be an intrigue. But then there could also be like, oh, I love this song. Let me right. take the three pointer. I'm gonna make right. it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It could be that. It could work either way. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so not not the worst experience, not the best experience. Yeah. Not- Definitely not the worst. I mean, it definitely went by quick too. It went by yeah. faster than an NBA game. I don't know if it's because they, you know, they're not really filming it or whatever, so they don't have to take oh, it's, yeah. takes and stuff like that. Yeah. But it definitely went by quicker than I had thought. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, it, did you get a Sky T-shirt? No, no I did I, not. Yeah, it Sparks. I mean, Sparks. Yeah, sorry. No Sparks. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. But you know, I wouldn't be opposed. But yeah. I probably wouldn't wear it out yeah. too many places well it's interesting just because like you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of wnba stuff in general just because it's not as popular as the nba but i did there was yeah. one guy at marquette that always wore a chicago sky t-shirt and i was just really? it was always like really intriguing to me and I, it was like it was just such a interesting you know like, you just didn't see that very often so it was like made me right like like oh what was that you know what's his story like why <laughs> you know right why why are you wearing that <laughs> Yeah, because you just don't you just don't see that a lot. I mean, maybe he's just a big yeah. fan. Obviously, obviously they have fans and stuff like that. Not you know, yeah. but it was just interesting to see that. Um, yeah. So what's uh what's going on in the music world for you, Bryn? Any big um, uh, any recent news that people should or anything people should check out? Uh, I am currently working on an album. Uh, I'm not really sure how many songs it's going to be yet. I have enough for more than a, a full album, mm-hmm. but I want to c- kind of cut it down. Yeah. So I'm not sure when I'll probably come out with it. It has to be mixed. It's got to be mastered. I have to record the vocals over again. Yeah. But probably, I would say by the end of this year, it should be out. Cool. Sometime. I would think, but maybe next year. Cool. Um, and then you can check that out. Yeah. If you uh, if you get that done, you send it. I'll uh, I'll put it on one of the I'll put one of the songs on one of the episodes here, and then we'll promote it as well. So you get that Ooh, done. Yeah. Little free promo. Free promo. Yeah. So how like about Brendan Fraser movie review? Let's do it. About twenty years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school. Actually, that's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's toying with me. 
<laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Okay, this is 1995's Now and Then. You ever seen this, Bren? I have not. Okay. Well, interesting because it's about four 12-year-old girls grow up together during an eventful summer town, a summer, small town summer in 1970. So this is, I, I don't know if there's a movie that's less tailored towards me. I would say, okay, here's 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 the opposite of their demographic. If I was like a 80-year-old male. But mm-hmm. this is literally about, it's about these four women who have to come back. They come back because one of their friends is pregnant. And the four women are, let's go to the, yeah. So the, the main cast is Rosie O'Donnell, classic. Oh, God. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell plays Roberta. Yeah. R- yeah. There's And then Melanie Griffith, uh, Demi Moore, and then... Rita Wilson. Those are those are the four main older women. They come back, and uh, so they come back because their friend is pregnant. And then they all then just kind of just like a flashback to 1970, where it's like the younger version of them, and they all have this okay. summer together. So right, uh, all friends. Christina Ricci is uh, plays young Rosie O'Donnell, and then the other people that I recognize were Gabby Hoffman. She plays young Demi Moore, and she was the girl that was in uh, Uncle Buck. She was the daughter in Uncle Buck, um, if you've ever seen that movie. Also, Cloris, okay. Cloris Leachman is in this, as well as Janine Garofalo and Hank Azaria. Janine Garofalo and Hank Azaria both in Mystery Men. Did you ever see Mystery Men? I have not seen Mystery Men. That's the one with uh, Ben Stiller where they're like superheroes with, you know, these like he. You never seen that one? I don't think it's like so. A cra- no. It's a very '90s or, or early 2000s uh, movie. Uh, you should check okay. that out. Um, Bonnie Hunt from Jumanji is also in this. Ooh. Uh, Rumor Willis, who is uh, Bruce Willis's daughter, is in this. Really? Also, Brendan Fraser's in this. He plays a Vietnam. Is- yeah, <laughs> this is his review. So, he plays a Vietnam veteran. Uh. Very, very weird part in the, not weird part, but just random part in the uh, movie. So basically the whole storyline is basically just these girls going throughout the summer. It's very like coming of age, like, oh, you know, they're learning about different types of things. Uh, you know, they're dealing with right. boys for the first time. Boys, yeah. Ew. Um, you know, they, there's some. The, ads on. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're taping up their boobs because, you know, they don't know what to do with them. It's just like random stuff <laughs> like that, so. Um, right, right. but so at one point they're, they're just riding their bikes along and then they just see Brendan Fraser walking and he is wearing like kind of veteran type. You can kind of tell he's a veteran. So they were like, say, were you in the war? Did you ever kill anybody? You know, those classic types of things. Right. Then he sits down and he offers them all cigarettes. Clearly they're like, clearly <laughs> they're, they're like, like 10 years old. Yeah. 10, 12 <laughs> years old. Uh, it's very obvious that they're young. And uh, right. they're like, yeah, we smoke. And then they like yeah. smoke it like so smooth. And then, you know, smoking's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The smoke is real. Still cool. Is, yeah. Still yeah. is cool for all the kids yeah. out there. Still cool. So right. uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even cool enough to smoke. I can't even, you know, I'm not <laughs> even on that level, but uh, right. he offers them all cigarettes. And then he has a good line where he says, uh, sorry to tell you this, but your parents aren't always right. You know, Ooh. so a little bad boy. A little bit of a bad right. boy here, bad boy oh, yeah. Fraser. Well, yeah. So this was I mean, uh, 
He's a veteran, and uh, he didn't he didn't kill because he wanted to. He killed because he had to. Okay. Now, how prominent was his role in this movie of being a veteran that they meet and get cigarettes from? Um, how prominent he was in the movie for about three to four minutes. Wow. So here's also another thing that I noticed. Uh, there. So yeah, he's in. It's a very minor role, and honestly, it's like just an extra yeah. scene that you could have easily seen it been cut away and it just been in the deleted scenes right. and it would have had no effect on the movie whatsoever um other than you know they just i guess think a little bit less of their parents <laughs> i guess that's right. what you get from there okay this I... there is this person that keeps popping up in these brendan fraser movies recently lolita davidovich and this is the one that i talked about like apple uh, a movie ago or two movies ago she played Brendan Fraser's mom in a movie, and then she also played his lover in, a, in Gods and Monsters. <laughs> and she's also in this movie. Um, and wow. she plays one of the girl's moms, which he's telling not to listen to. It's just a right. weird – so she's been in three Brendan Fraser movies, just kind of a weird um, – you just see these just weird kind of random people pop up. Uh, he's that in a lot of movies, crazy. so I guess that makes sense. But uh, we are kind of – there's not many movies left. There's not many movies left really? in the Fraser reviews. Yeah. No, I'm – I'm surprised with Brendan Fraser being, you know, more so of a high-profile actor, I'd yes. say, to have so many minor roles like that is, is kind of a... Yeah. A, a lot of the minor roles were pre-The Mummy. Okay. Yeah. I, he wasn't in as many minor roles from, like, I would say, like, 1999 to, like, 2006 were all more major roles. Where he, right. Where he yeah. soldered to... Yeah. That was kind of the, the bigger... Fr- up. Yeah. And... Starting from the bottom, that first movie that he's in is uh, he's literally in it for uh, like a second. So that really <laughs> is starting from the bottom. So, uh, well. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that was I, oh, Here's what I say about the movie. It just was so not geared towards me. It's hard for me. Uh, I, I could just see girls liking this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just so not for me though. I, I'd still, I probably rate it a, uh, a Pauly Shore, like a middle tier one, just because it's, it's a, like it's quality. I mean, it's like shot decent. Well, like it looks like a real movie because it was a legit movie, but it just like was just so not for me. So I just cannot right. recommend this movie to anybody in my demographic. Probably anybody that listens to Chub stuff, I can't recommend this movie to now and then. But if you were a twelve-year-old girl, then maybe it would be for a all part, yeah, all of our twelve-year-old listeners, female listeners out there, you might really enjoy this movie. Um, yeah, just a little shot of the nineties for you. So, nice. uh, yeah. Okay. How about some Tanzania news? Yeet. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that new patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wuzi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. So the, in a recent, in a recent uh, Australian news source, it was reported that Tanzania has the fittest kids. Wow. Yes. And that's, that's impressive. Of all the countries, obviously they're doing a lot if Tanzania is included in this. They said the, the least fit were uh, Mexico and the U.S. was in the top. Mexico and U.S. were in the bottom five. Yeah, I could see that. Yes. I mean, it, it makes sense. Yes. I, but being the Tanzania, is it? Yeah. What What is the reasoning behind? It? Is that because they walk a lot? They walk everywhere. They... Yeah, it's got to be. 
Well, see, the, the problem is that this article is mostly just about Australia's thing with it. Okay. But they also found that uh, the more equal in the more equal in pay, like so, the closer in equality the income was for people, the more mm-hmm. the more fit the country, like the more fit the kids were. So, like, if there's more inequality in the country, it typically led to less fit people. Wow. So I thought that was like That's... a weird way of throwing economics into it. Um, yeah, definitely. And I imagine too in Tanzania they don't have a lot of fast food places. Accurate, I, I yes. bet they have a lot of uh, yes more local exactly. places that people can go and yes. you know get food from or go yes. for, to a market or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably much more healthier local food than like say the Mexican food, right. which you know they don't have as many fast food places in Mexico, but it's also just not as healthy. A lot more fried things, a lot more tortilla, right. like yeah, yep, that type of thing. So. Um, but it is interesting. You just don't think of like when you think of African countries, it's not like you think of people out of shape, but I fit is just such a, you don't picture it necessarily that word. Right. Yeah. Right. And how do you think? Now, I wonder, you, yeah. I wonder how their happiness relates to, to their fitness as well. If, if people there would be more happy if you're more fit. That's a good know. point. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. I don't know if fit is more of a, like a happiness. I wonder if fit is more relative like, are you more happy, your fitness relative to other people? Right. Or are you just happy, like, you're just physically more happy? I know they say endorphins and all that stuff you get from mm-hmm. just working on all that. But, right. it, yeah, I'm just curious, is that just more physically from working out or also just from a mental side, just like, oh, I'm in shape because I'm comparing myself to in the bottom five of fit countries in the world. Right. You know. And, right. But maybe in Tanzania, somebody that works out the same as somebody in the U.S. would be like not as happy because, you know, the, they everybody else around. They're, they're is, not separating themselves. Yeah, they're not right. separating themselves. But who knows right. how much it is working out. It's probably just more, a, a, you know, cause of the environment as far as, yeah, like you said, they're walking around a lot, probably healthier right. food in general. And right. uh, also not as much gluttonous eating, like not as much snacking no, i'm I'll, sure and that yeah that. not as much expendable <laughs> yeah, exactly not yeah. as much expendable in income you know you don't just have just like right. this extra income you can just throw around willy-nilly you know right um right. but yeah so uh that's tanzania for you great place yeah great place so then we had a little thing from twitter here and this is Ooh. how uh we will wrap up the show and this is from trevor who is running our social media on uh, Twitter, you can tweet us at Chubstep Podcast or on Facebook, Chubstep Podcast. Also, email us at chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. So, Trevor po- asked the question What food do you desire for no reason? Do you despise for no reason? That is better than desire. Oh. What food do you despise for no reason? Uh, Trevor's answer was Cheez Its. <laughs> so, we got some people that responded. Uh, Steve Palomino said, Tell Trevor he's being investigated for war crimes and hates crimes. Uh, and hate crimes and the Holocaust. So Paul really doesn't like uh, the Cheez-Its answer. Yeah, he probably uh, likes Cheez-Its a lot. So. And then uh, we got at MCAT Brooks, Mary Kate, she says, ketchup is the devil, ruiner of fries. <laughs> and then we had uh, Ben Smiley, at Ben Smiley 7, Fritos. He hates Fritos. So these are just yeah. like random things that I, you know what, Brian? I have never been a big Cheez-It fan either. And I don't know really? why that is. I know you like Cheez-Its. 
I do. I do yeah. enjoy cheese. It's, but you know, I don't like I don't like the originals as much as the the flavor, flavor blast. Kind of flavor blast. Yeah, they don't call it flavor blast. Well, that's whatever. Like, that's they that's are, uh, the flavor blast. The goldfish version. Yeah. Right of the goldfish. Right. Yeah. I do enjoy those more than the, the you just regular cheese it. Yeah. Yeah. So what is for me? I'm not going to use Trevor same answer. I've never been a big fan of just a regular Lay's potato or Jay's or any of those just potato chip. I don't like just a plain potato plain. chip. I, I like for me. I just don't like the taste of it at all. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, it, it definitely doesn't have a lot of flavor. If I had to choose out of anything, I would definitely go with, uh, you know, something that's actually flavored. I don't think I could ever yeah. go with just a, a plain chip. Kind of piggybacking off of yes. that, though. Ooh, good transition. I don't understand. I don't understand. For me, I would say it is just a, a plain tortilla chip. I don't understand. Really? How you, some okay. people just – I've seen people just eat plain tortilla chips. Yeah. And I just don't understand how you could do it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I can't eat a tortilla chip without some kind of dip. See, I can much more easily eat a bag of tortilla chips – by themselves without a dip more than potato chips really yes that's just me Interesting. yes um i also randomly despise cilantro which is not really a food but it's a spice well, kind of thing i hate that yeah yeah i hate cilantro. it the reason i hate cilantro is because it overpowers everything yes. else you just can't taste it. anything else yeah yeah it is it, just it's it's too much for me and uh places need to cool it with that like when you get a salsa and it's got like a decent amount of cilantro and it, it's literally just you just taste like you're eating cilantro. Yeah, yeah. I and I hate it when I mean it's it's mainly, you know, Mexican food that has cilantro yes. on it. I've seen it in different dishes. Yeah, yeah, it's you in know, some other too, stuff. But, but yeah. it, it really does ruin it if the whole thing yeah. has you know, if I get a burrito yeah. or something like that and it has all cilantro in it, yeah. then I I just don't even want to eat the thing because yeah. it's it just tastes like cilantro. Yeah, and it looks like it should just be in your yard. Like, yeah. it doesn't look like, you know, I don't want to be eating this thing that looks like it's actually be spraying with a weed killer every week. <laughs> you know, like, I don't I don't yeah. need this overpowering my food. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, Bryn, we're going to wrap up the show there. Okay. Okay. Thank you for Skyping in uh, from California, oh, yeah. IA. My privilege. Yes. Um, so, what do you want? Do you anything you want to plug, Bryn? I know you got you said your um, album, but do you want people to uh, Twitter you or anything like that? Um, you can Twitter my my dingle. Yep. Uh, but I don't know if that would be uh, appropriate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you can interpret that I, how you want. Yeah. Yeah. All I, I all I would say is uh, be on the lookout for yeah. it. Okay. Uh, maybe be on the lookout for a single or something coming out. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, I would say besides that, watch the new South Parks. Okay. Out, you know, that's yeah, right. <laughs> promoting, yeah. promoting South Parks. Yes, that's yep. true. The new season has started. I saw the first episode, uh, South Park never lets you down. Never does. No, it's, it never it's does. classic, you know, yep. it'll make you feel great. Yeah, it really does. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you having, on, having you on the show, Bryn. Uh, we'll let people mm -hmm. know when all that stuff comes out and the show has ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.